Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in Brooklyn, joined as always by John, who's abroad in New Zealand. What's going on, John? Ugh, tired. Yeah. Too many hours. Mm. Too much work. Mm-hmm. Finishing movies is never fun. <laughs> it's never fun. Making art. It's something about being an artist. It's it's awful. <laughs> it's it's awful and it's great at the same time. You put so much of your own personal effort into something, and then you're just like, oh, just go away. But yeah, otherwise I'm doing all right. <sighs> yeah. So I'm gonna bring something up, and and I'm <laughs> and we could cut this if you're like, I don't want to talk about that because you can't talk mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. I can I just tell you ask, I can't, if I can't talk about something, I can just very clearly tell you, be like, nah, I can't talk about that. Can I can I bring up a point about the Avatar two trailer and gun violence? <laughs> Sure, if you want, go for it. Do you think it's a little weird that a movie that's kind of an allegory about Native Americans has a solution where the Native Americans have guns at the end to fight back? That's everyone's solution. Right. And do you think that contributes to the gun culture in this country? Media, right? It's corrupting our children. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess so. But here yeah, it's just I, like, oh, they're going to fight back because now, now they don't have their weird tail things. Now they got guns. It's like, great. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Like it's, you know, I mean, it's, just, it's always the same old arguments to like why we have a gun problem. Although I guess the same I would thing happened argue, in Planet of the Apes, right? Same thing. Every, every movie, I would say probably, let's say, I'd probably say like 80% of movies out today have guns in them, right? Is that fair? Yeah. I'd probably say higher than that. I mean, you right. you see a drama, right? You see an indie drama put out, and you're like, at some point, a gun's going to come out for some reason. Someone's going to yeah. get shot. Like, I always got to look out, because, you know, you look at a harmless little drama movie, you know how I feel. I get a little squeamish about things, right? I don't like, I don't like my blood. I don't like blood in my movies. And, uh, you know, I see any movie, I'm like, oh, I can see, I can see someone killing themselves or getting yeah. violent for well, out they of always, nowhere. Like, even, even, like, the, the new Jurassic Park that's coming out right world world mm-hmm. dominion it's gonna be a crazy um, ass movie right like like everyone's got a gun like to some degree right because it's like for protection right it's like oh yeah, yeah the dinosaurs, dinosaurs i'm gonna point a gun in the dinosaur if you think about it the second amendment was really to defend us from dinosaurs yeah. if they ever came back yeah so like there's all of these movies like someone has a gun for protect even movies like thor right like i'm, I'm basically just re- reciting all the trailers i just saw Thor, right? Like, you know, what's his name? Oh, oh, uh, Star Boy, Star Star Lord has a Star Lord. Yeah. Well, he fights with guns. He always fought with guns. He's uh, yeah. But you know, that's he's my like point, though. It's like, yeah, it's like even when you have superheroes, but it's like, not like normally, Thor has a gun. No, but but in the Thor movies, there's <laughs> normally somebody with a gun. If, I mean, it's funny <laughs> that like Batman, Batman, right? Batman used to run around with a gun. But yeah, if Thor just like pulled out a pistol. I'm, yeah, I'm, th- <laughs> I'm thinking of the scenario in uh, Infinity War, you know, uh, Infinity War. And there's like this. I just said Infinity War. That's the name of the developer of uh, Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare. <laughs> anyway, in Infinity War, right? If that whole subplot where Thor needs to go and find a new weapon because his because his uh, hammer's been destroyed. So and they come back and Peter Dinklage forges him a gun at the, at the end and he just shows up. And shoots Thanos, <laughs> and that's how that movie ends. <laughs> yeah, it's straight to the point. It's like the, yeah. the, the, the yeah. final solution is just go to Thanos with a Whoa. gun and just shoot him. <laughs> yeah, the final yeah. solution you can never actually say. Like it, it's it's two no, words put together that it's just like you know, it's like the name Adolf is ruined forever. That's ruined forever. Yeah, it was never a good name. 
I mean, back in the like the 1800s, I'm sure it was. I'm sure there are lots of German Adolfs that were perfectly fine human beings. What kind of monstrous name would a guy named like John have to do to ruin that? The name John? Name. No. Well, it's a yeah. biblical name, right? Like Adolf isn't in the Bible. No, there wasn't. <laughs> there wasn't an Adolf. No, there's not an Adolf in any sort of religious <laughs> texture, right? Not that I know of. There's no Adolf in the Bible. In the Bible, I'm not familiar. I'm not f- familiar enough with uh, religious uh, scriptures. I don't recall any Adolfs coming up in uh, in Hebrew school. Yeah, like you can't. <laughs> like he, you can't he walked can't, around with how Moses. Many, how many young Jewish boys do you think born in 1900 were named Adolf? They're probably a ton. Like Adolf was yeah, probably a very common name in in that part of Europe, and then yeah, so look, let's Adolf. Let's see, is given German speaking countries: Scandinavian, Nethers, Netherlands, Flanders, France, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Latin America. So like, it was a real popular name, but yeah, it's declined since World War II, obviously, because one of the worst people in na- in the world, you know, was named Adolf. But there are like Alf, right? Like Alf is short for Adolf. <laughs> Yeah, it, what? Yeah, Alf. Alf, the space yeah, alien Alf. who eats cats. The space alien. That is the shortened name of Adolf. You think uh, you think they had some intentions there with that show? Is I there, mean, apparently, apparently, is there Alf some was sort like of a agenda? massive racist, right? Wasn't Alf like a terrible human being or a terrible alien? I guess terrible space feature. <laughs> he was a terrible human being, and that he wasn't one. He did a yeah. terrible, <laughs> terrible. One. Yeah, yeah. Was Alf? If you type in Alf racist, the first thing you get was was Alf racist. Alf says yes. the N word. <laughs> <laughs> Alf producer on racist comments controversy. Lighten up. Alf, the racist tapes and the producer's r- lousy response. So, yeah, so there's like videos of Ralph just, uh, Ralph of Alf just going off. Yeah, there's one of there's unearthed Alf outtakes from Alf <laughs> of watch seven minutes of very inappropriate Alf outtakes. So, as in oh, Alf shit. snorts coke, sexually harasses the crew, says the N word a bunch. <laughs> Not safe. Not safe for work if your workplace frowns. This on isn't real. Drugs. This is this real. No, this is fake. This is a parody. It's got to be no, a parody. It's, it's real. It's real. It's apparently <sighs> real. The the, the lost favorite, tapes of Alf. One of my favorite Chappelle show bits is still the uh, like the racist animals, like the Mister Ed stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good thing. <laughs> oh yeah, like uh, t- like Rintin Tin and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Flipper, right? <laughs> yeah yeah it's so good they did like that whole fake documentary thing it was awesome apparently the name adolf is a boy's name of danish origin meaning noble wolf Ooh. so kind of lost a decent name there yeah you uh, did. it doesn't say this is at uh nameberry.com where they have like baby names and stuff like that so let's see i guess you can go to uh top 2000 baby boy names 2022 no this isn't right this can't be real. The top 2,000 baby boy names here are the names that attracted the most attention from our visitors over the past month. It offers real-time insight into which boy names parents are considering right now for their sons. Check out 2,000 baby names. What do you think is the number one? You will never get it if I gave you 2,000 guesses. Of boy names in what year? This year. Now. This like year. The most, right now. The, people, the names that people are most interested. So this is like, you know, if you consider people looking up... Um, you know, like Google Trends, right? This is like yeah, so you're like, I've got a baby. Trends. What am I going to name my baby? And it's like, well, not yeah. Adolf. And it's like, well, and I guess we got to yeah. go to the list then. Yeah, right. Like I'm going to look up a name, and then I'm going to find out what it means before I move forward with this. Or, and look, have people thought is, about this name? 
Yeah, this has to uh, just real quick. This has to mean something. I, I just looked up biblical names on Wikipedia. There's a million names in the Bible, like not literally, but there's a ton of names. There's like list of alphabetical names in the Bible, right? Don't they biblical have that whole names. thing? Isn't it that whole section of the Bible that kind of like, in a way, to brush off the whole like kind of incest repopulation uh, thing after Adam and Eve? Because that's a weird thing to think about, but like. Isn't there a whole thing that explains why, like, who populated the world and how there was this person became that person and that person beget this person? Isn't that like a big hit list of all these people? I don't, I don't remember. I'd have to. Is that I'd not a thing? Read it again. I don't remember. Now, that. granted, I'm pulling that from a, uh, I believe, a David Cross bit. Where yeah, yeah. I don't. That. Or I maybe don't, it was. So. Uh, yeah. Um, what was his name? Um, Patton Oswalt. Maybe one of them. But anyway. But I'm reading this, and there's no Adolf, and there's a million names, like mm. a million of them. So yeah, so long book. You know, it's one of the long names book. we can one of the names we can lose. There's a lot of A names, right? So all right, so look, most popular baby names in 2022. Boys name, but just boys. Boys names, names like, right? Like I mean, think yeah. about all the little kids that are being born today, right? Like it's either gonna be like we're gonna go back in time and start picking up old names, right? Like like that happened with the women, with like baby girls are all of a sudden like rose is popular and you're like rose so is the both. name of your 80 year old grandmother so i but, got both here because i yeah. got the um i got the top baby names for the usa in 2020 yeah and then i got popular like girls names right now so you said rose i don't think nope rose is not on that list but I, there I like are rose some ones some here yeah, there are some old ones like if i said think yes. old you will more than likely guess the first one pretty quickly for the for girls, I don't think you'll ever guess the first one. The for boys. boys' names. I yeah. mean, is is it one of these millennial names like Aiden? Um, maybe, but not really. No. Okay, just tell me then. Just tell me. All right, here we go. It's a top ten for boys. We'll just do the top ten. One is Royal. Wow. Funny Two. enough. Funny enough. Yep. You cannot mm-hmm. name your child Royal in New Zealand. Legally. You legally, you cannot give your child any names that are titles or signs, you know, like of the British Parliament or government. So no justice, right? There's a quite a few. I mean, you know, in the states. What about Royale? Justice, so. Royale, I believe, is not. You can't do either. Um, what if you a spell list it in names? I'll find the list of in, uh, baby names that are banned. Now, what if you spell it in Leet speak? Like, like with a three and an A. Yeah. Yeah, like with the yeah, so the A would be a four, I guess, and the L would be a one. Still not allowed. A... So yeah, so no? baby names okay. that are banned, right? So justice, just us. So J U S T U S, justice spelled with a Y, justice spelled with a Z. <laughs> you can't name wait, your wait, child. Wait, wait, wait. Where's the Z? Where's the J U Z T I C E, justice. Oh. Weird. You That's a can't terrible name. name your child, anyway. Can't name your child. That should princess. be illegal. Can't name That's your child. Also prince. should be illegal. Can't name your child Royal Duke. Can't name your child Prince, Major. Prince is an interesting one because Prince should be like hung up on the baby name rafters. Right? For what? Like, you can't. For, like all princes are. I mean, but there's Prince and then there's also like Prince Fielder, like baseball player. So there's like plenty of people named Prince. Yeah. I, well, look, if you're already named Prince after the fact, but I think once the guy dies, like, you know, you hang up that jersey. It's like, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to yeah. name, we're not going to name people Prince anymore. Yeah. But you can't name your child Lady. It's fair. Can't name I mean, your child. Can't name your name your child, sir. <laughs> what What's wrong with lady? <laughs> can't name your child, sex fruit. That's very specific. Why <laughs> Why that one? 
I don't know. What is the story behind that? Why are names in New Zealand? You can't name your child Eminence. So E-M-I-N-E-N-C-E. So like Eminem, the rapper, but Eminence. Yeah. Yep. You can't name your child Mafia No Fear. Again, very specific. Why? (laughs) Can't name your child Majesty with an I. So M-A-J-E-S-T-I. Can't name your child Rogue, R-O-U-G-E. Okay. Can't name your child for real with the letter with the number four real. So I guess there there goes your elite speak, right? Like you can't use yeah. numbers and names. You can't name your child V eight, you know, either for the juice or the engine. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, there's other names on here like president and MC and Baron, which is funny. Because that's one yeah. of Trump's kids' names, right? You can't name your child Baron. That is. It's a weird name for a kid. You can't name your child Anal. That's off the list. <laughs> yeah. But I want to know why. Why These are, are they... the names that were rejected by the Department of Internal Affairs over since 1995. Apparently, so... you can't name their kid your kids uh, uh, Lucifer. You can't name a kid yes, Lucifer. Lucifer's either. off the list. Messiah, right? I, I feel like I know a Messiah or two. But you can't name your child Messiah. Like I think black people would struggle because we like okay, giving our kids so for, majestic I names. A, <laughs> I found a story with some context here for some of these. So it says the name yeah. anal fell under the category of might cause offense to a reasonable person. <laughs> How about the child itself? Might cause yeah. offense to yeah, the seriously. child in like yeah, 10 keep in years. Mind that these names are not ones that are just have to be on this list. These are names that were rejected. So yes, someone these are names tried, that people tried. So someone <laughs> tried to name their kid anal. <laughs> Like, good. That had to be a joke, right? They try to be like, yeah, let's see what happens. Well, I mean, there's probably some people who are just like, well, you know, I thought it would be cool. Or it's like, you know, there's a joke behind it. All right. Like, it's, you know, it's a joke between the parents. And it's like, that ain't, like, your poor kid's got to live with that. Sex fruit was in the might cause offense category. Uh, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't, they don't give as much context <laughs> as you want. Fish and chips. <laughs> which is a, which that, is a that was also one of the block British names. staple. That is a staple. Yeah, Detroit. <laughs> oh man, I guess I'm screwed, huh? Can't name no, my your baby. Name, you can't yeah, name Detroit. Kid. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, but the, some of the twisty poi. I don't know what that is. Did I just say something offensive? What I have no <laughs> idea. Uh, maybe, but yeah, I don't know what it means. Yeah, interesting. Nope, just did. Just keeps showing up as a as a name rejected. All right, cool. No. So let's let's go back to this list of popular names here: Royal, Arlo, Soren, Felix, Atticus, Theodore, Ezra, Milo, Oscar, wow. Silas. Wow, some some old names in that list. Read yeah. it again. It's Royal, Arlo. I know I know uh, a guy who named his kid Arlo. Yeah. Soren, Felix. Soren. Yeah, Soren. Sor- okay. Yeah, that sounds like a like a Lord of the Rings stuff. Uh, yeah, Atticus, it does. Theodore, Ezra, Ezra, Milo. Old. That's an old man's name, Ezra. Yeah, but you got that actor right, Ezra. There's a uh, old, well, there's yeah. Ezra Klein, right? That's that guy with the voice, from NPR, <laughs> right? Isn't that him? Did I just make that up? Uh, was, I don't think his last name is. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe you're right. I was thinking of somebody maybe else. Somebody else. Yeah. Uh, maybe. There's also the guy who I believe the guy who plays the Flash is Ezra in the movies. Uh, okay. The guy that got arrested in Hawaii for disorderly conduct or something. Allegedly. Milo, yeah. Oscar, and Silas. Yeah. 
Okay. And that last one also sounds like some Lord of the Rings stuff. I think yeah, that's yeah. Silence is the guy in uh, Silence is the guy in uh, uh, what is that? Horizon. Yeah. Now it's to the girls. Here we go. Number one, Maeve. You want to talk Whoa. about old names? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Maeve. A lot of these are like older ones that kind of but go like along with your theory here. But that's what happens here. though, right? Like those old names come back. Yeah. Like, like you know, your great grandparents' yeah. name is going to come back for your child. Mm-hmm. Maeve. Yeah, like you Maeve. type in Maeve. If you type in Maeve and all you see is a bunch of girls with like crop tops on Google Images. And it's like, yeah, it's a young name now. Maeve has been yep. taken back by Generation Z. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Eventually they're going to look back at Kyle's and be like, man, Kyle, that's an old man name. Yeah. Luna. Yeah. Eloise. It's another Eloise. old one. Ooh, Eloise yeah. is an old name. <laughs> yeah. Ophelia. Now, this word, I-S-L-A. How do you pronounce that? Isla? Depends on where you are. I think it's Isla Fisher. Isn't that the isn't that the actor? Isla Fisher? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like the the S is yeah, the S is kind of silent. You don't pronounce the the slithering of the S. I don't know where this one came from. Aurelia. Okay, I know I know an Aurelia. That's a French name. All right. Eleanor, talking about the olds. Ivy names. Hazel and Aurora. Aurora. Yeah, there's, a lot a of, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of non vaccinated people in that list <laughs> with Luna and Aurora. <laughs> a lot of people who feel that they could solve COVID just by good vibes. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, looking up at the stars. No, no, no. Yeah. My uh, my my waning, whatever. Heard that term used when talking about horoscopes and stuff, and I yeah. I I thought horoscopes were pretty straightforward. I was wrong. I thought I thought it was just crazy. Turns out. The crazy runs deep. It's got layers. Uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't really have. Uh, I, I got a little <laughs> bit to talk about. I got a new couch. I don't have a better transition than that. I'm sorry. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> I don't know how we got from from Hitler to old names, but here well, we, we are. Well, right? We went from we went from guns. That's how you wanted to start right. this thing. That's true. And then we somehow moved over to Hitler, and then names, and now yeah. couches. <laughs> so, so, so here we are. Better yet, let's let's couch the couch talk. All right. Uh, I had another epiphany the other day. You ever think it, like what's weird about living in the city and a city perusing a city, right? A city, the city. Oh, the, city. the worst. New Yorkers are the worst. You know what's worse about living in the city? And it's like it's a city. I didn't say you're worse. not the only. You said the city. Yeah, I did say the city. Yeah. You're right. I did. It's I more than one city in the world. <laughs> if you say so. The thing about living in a city and perusing Instagram is I had a re- realization that I'm like, you know what? Most of the shit that I'm looking at that entertains me, I see this stuff every day. Yeah. It's your regular life. It's weird. And I could just look around and see this stuff every day. Yep. And uh, I don't know what to, and I don't know what to do with that realization. It's the worst. It's the weirdest yeah. part about living in New York, if you want my mm-hmm. honest opinion, right? Like I tell everyone, who's like, "How was living in New York for all those years?" I said, "The first year and the last year were the two hardest years that I think anyone goes through when you move to New York and when you try to get out." 
Those are the two try hardest years out. of your. Yeah, that's those are the two hardest. Yeah, you gotta years go to of war. Experience. You gotta go to war when you're trying well, to get like, out. They they don't well, let like, you. Like once you're like, in the first like again for someone who didn't grow up anywhere near the city, right, and grew up in a different city, <laughs> and you moved to New York, it's like no other place on earth. It's like you're getting in the subway and you pop above ground and there's 10 million people and there's a guy trying to sell you CDs and there's a taxi cab that just sprayed somebody and there's a fight that's over there and everyone's just kind of walking mind of their business. Yep. And it's, it's odd. And I would say, yeah, like if you go on Instagram and TikTok it, and people are like, I'm in the city and you're just like, yeah, this isn't special. It's like a normal everyday occurrence to be in Times Square. Like there's people who walk through Times Square every single day of their lives to go to work. I walk through Grand Central St- or through um yeah, Grand Central Station every day for 4 years. It was like normal. Yeah. And just every place. time you walk through it there's people taking pictures. This is like people's like this is the most exciting trip they've ever been on because especially if you're from a foreign country and you arrived Grand you want to take pictures of everything. Like I remember Grand Central Station before it had an Apple store. <laughs> like yeah. it's just it's just weird. So it's very odd living in New York when you step outside of it. So when you try to leave, it's like you go through all these emotions of like, everything is here. Why would I leave this? And then slowly you start to realize, especially if you're not from that area, which you are, you didn't grow up in New York City, but you spent most of your life going into the city, right? Like it wasn't a giant deal to say, hey, we're going into the city for for the day. It wasn't like something giant. It was like, it was like a place that you can go to, right? And it yes. was always accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Where for me, it was like, oh yeah, I just remember New York from from television. And then you remember it from 9-11. And then it's sort of like, yeah, okay, this is this place that you can kind of do whatever you want. You can go get a slice of pizza at six in the morning. And no one thinks anything of it. It's normal. It's absolutely normal. So yeah, I don't like. I, I wonder what your life would be like if you didn't live in the New York tri-state area. I think you'd be lost for like the first year of your life. You wouldn't know what to do. I think if I was in another city, I'd be okay. If, if I was you in, came like, to Wellington, bro- if you'd I was in the farm, bored in a week, you'd be bored in a week. You wouldn't know what to do. What if I was in, in downtown most Wellington? cities? I've been to downtown Wellington. I There's think nothing I can here. It. There's nothing here. That's my point. You'd be bored. Yeah, that. Yeah, that little. Uh, you got that like food court thing. You know, I was there. <laughs> the food court like, thing is closed. It's closed. What? It's gone. They closed it. Well, sh- well shit. Now right. what am I gonna do? Yeah, that's. But that's my point of just like it, it is odd. Like I'm sure watching social media as a New Yorker when there's so much of it of like people traveling to New York or people from other countries being like, I'm in New York City, and you're just like, okay, you're just in Times Square. Like that's an area I avoid like the plague. Mm. Yeah. So it's just weird. It's just weird. Yeah. And yeah, York, but I mean, even yeah. even a step beyond that, right? It's even simpler. Like than a rat. This, like this a rat grabbing a piece of pizza. You've seen that, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. But I was I've thinking more like <laughs> I've I, seen it. That's <laughs> my point. It's just I'm odd. scrolling <laughs> through. I'm scrolling through. What do I love on Instagram more than anything else? I like cute and silly dogs. All right, I'll admit it. It's it's that. And inspiration for uh, for making pancakes and matcha and shit like that. Now you know it's infested my uh, feed. Infested, I say, like I don't want it. Kawaii <laughs> pastries and various foods that look like cute things. All right, I don't know why they're there. I don't know how they got there, but I'm not complaining. They're there, and I love it, and I hope they stay forever. You're a you, like you're, I, a, you're a 30 year old Jewish white guy. Mm-hmm. Or no, you're you're a you're a 19 year old Japanese woman mm-hmm. trapped in a 30 year old Jewish white guy's body. <laughs> mm-hmm. Emphasis on the ish. Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds about right. 
And uh, you know what I realized is that like, hey, I could just like go to a dog park, and I see dogs all the time in New York. I'm yeah. like, I see all this shit, you know? which is interesting. I, there, How many dogs are, are in New York? Yeah, knowing that like some people like don't have, you know, they can touch all four walls standing in the middle of their room. And they've got like a giant dog. <laughs> it's like, how do you fit this yeah. dog in that apartment? Yeah. How? And here's a better question. All right. I want to know this. What is, what is the weirdness factor? I'm not saying I've done this. I'm not saying I'm going to do this. Let me be real. I'm not going to do this because I think it's weird. What is the protocol of going to a dog park without a dog? It makes you creep. It's kind of like going to a kid. It's kind of like going to a playground without a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an equivalency there? I don't think so. There's got to be a going to a dog uh, park without a, like dog, a false equivalency. With, without a dog is like going to a is like going to a kid is or going to a playground without a kid. Dear listener, you've made it this far. I want to know <laughs> how is that? If I I'm <laughs> I don't I'm not saying it's not weird to go to a dog park without a dog, you know, but I'm saying that's a false equivalency and way off the mark. <laughs> I, I would also say I would also say that women get more leeway than men do. True. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I want I you want that as well. Going to a dog park and just sitting on a bench waiting for some little dog to play with you makes you a creep. I didn't say you're waiting for the dog to play with you. But I mean, you're at a dog park. That's kind of what you're hoping for, right? You're hoping one of the dogs kind of gets loose and comes over to you, and you're and like, "Oh, hey, dogs. look at this surprise!" Around. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's no way about it. It's weird. You need like, a dog to go to a dog park. I just like mm-hmm. you need a kid to go to a playground with other kids. Like if you go to a playground that's got like nothing nothing around it, then fine, right? You can be an adult and swing on a swing. But if it's full of kids <laughs> would be and you don't have a kid and you just like start like, oh, sorry, I'm going to use this swing. And the, the parents are going to be like, well, what are you doing? Just same thing with like the dog park. Like you can't go to the dog park and just start like picking up other people's dog crap. Like you can't. And like, they're like, do you work here? Like what are you doing? <laughs> Makes you makes you a weirdo. Don't do this. Why, why can't why can't you just go to go and swing on a swing set? A, you can if there's not other kids around. Yeah, but if you like, it's it's a Sunday. You're bored. It's a nice day. I don't want to walk around. I just want to swing. I just want to go not, on a swing. Why can't I not go on that? Where swing? there are kids, if there's a bunch of kids and a bunch of parents at a playground, you are not allowed to sort of enter your way into this play session. No. <laughs> at what no. what age is too old to go to a swing set? With other kids around, in general, you're no, bored. Well, you have no, autonomy. In general, there is no age limit. Now, again, I'm like, mm. let me make this clear: you're never <laughs> too old to get on a swing. Right. You're never too old to 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 climb the monkey bars or swing between the monkey bars. You're never too old to slide down the slide. You might get too fat, but you're never too old. What you are too old is to do that while there are other children in your presence that aren't your own. You fat? Well, you just might not fit. Some of those tubes are a little tight. I'm, so, I mean, I'm just like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bigger person. Trying to squeeze into that tube might not be made for me. It's made for me at five, not me at thirty plus. All right, fair enough. So yeah, fair that's enough. the rule. So yeah, I think right, if, yeah, there's, sure. if you have your own kids, then now that's the cheat code, right? You got your own kids, you can do all sorts of stuff because you're like, well, I'm here with my kids. I have to, I have to get on that jungle gym. I got to show them how it's done. Yeah, but show you can't do that, that if you're the strength. only one. If you're the only one, now how old are you now? Like to answer your question, how old is too old for you to be at a playground when there's other kids around? I'd say older than twelve. That's the cutoff. Once you hit a teenager, you can't be going to a playground while there's other kids involved, unless you're there chaperoning. Are you there with your own parents? Right. You can't be. Or yeah, you can't be. Yeah. Once you once you become a man or a woman, 
according the to Jewish, Jewish faith, <laughs> then you are not allowed to go. I mean, you do all that Hebrew school practice and you don't do all that. So you can start swinging. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Okay. So are you going to, because again, I would say if, if I had a dog, right. And I was at a dog park and there's a man sitting there, like sitting at the park bench in the dog park, I would assume you're there to steal my dog. Oh shit. Wow. Okay. Just like, just like if your man at a, at a, at a playground with a bunch of kids and you're sitting on a bench and you're just sitting there kind of looking at the kids. I'm assuming you're coming to steal one of my kids. Same thing. Fair. hundred percent fair. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So same thing. That was okay. an easy question. You got any other questions I should answer for you? <laughs> Things you shouldn't no. be doing. Now, again, no. if you wanted to go to a cake shop and look at some kawaii, you know, pastries and, and treats by yourself, no, no shame there. No judgment. You can do that all well, you th- want. Well, thanks, because I've done that. Never done any of that of other shit, but I've definitely done that. But yeah, I, exactly. I haven't just, just looked. Park. I have park. I indulge. I indulge and I eat, the, I eat the shit out of those pastries. I just don't I like this, how... I tell you about this bear I ate. Looks like you had a This purple bear that I ate? That sounds like the that sounds like the beginning of someone's of someone's you know hey man I was uh, you know I was hanging out with some of my friends man and I just ate this purple bear <laughs> it's like whoa what planet were you on <laughs> yeah hang on I'm gonna send you this uh, this picture here and you can describe this uh, this uh, little pastry thing here what what do we have to do to get you to go live in Japan for like a year and just be like uh, this this podcast correspondent <laughs> you gotta you gotta just talk about yeah you gotta talk about it with. Uh, with uh, my company, and then I'll, I'll do it. I could work remote. Wow, I'll this bear is detailed, though. Wow. Oh yeah, this, yeah. And for, for, from an art perspective, this bear—it doesn't look appetizing to me, but it does look very amazingly crafted. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. This and is you what just it ate its like face, I, didn't uh, you? <laughs> uh, no, first I uh, cut it in three pieces, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you monster! <laughs> What's yeah. on the inside of this bear? Um, well, the bear itself is like a, it's like an ube moose. So it was a lot more creamy than I expected. It had kind of like a flan texture to it. Who are you with that ate the chocolate chip cookie? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was with my buddy, Billy, who was in from Florida. He's like, yeah, I want to go to Katz's. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go to Katz's. And then we were at Katz's. I was like, hey man, I'm going to go check out this uh, cafe that serves these bears (laughs) you want to go with. He's like, yeah, all right, fine. And then he just got a, the sugar cookie. (laughs) Yeah. A really basic cookie, and you've got this bear that you've chopped in three pieces. Man, this is a horror show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. It was good, though. I don't remember what was in the inside, but that place was uh, pretty good. I think it was like 75 Cafe is what it was called or something like that. Would you ever, I mean, I know we're post-pandemic, so you're out eating and you're no longer like making stuff at home the way you used to. Right, like not to the frequency. Would sure. you ever? Would you ever? Would you ever make this a hobby where you start making your own cute kawaii little pastries? I think you should. The problem is, I just don't have the steady hand to do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Even for all the video don't. game playing, you don't have that hand-eye no. coordination. Oh, no, it's weird. I don't know what it is. There's something about my brain that would make it really that makes it difficult for me to do some things. <laughs> oh, like you mean this. the you mean you mean my suspecting <laughs> attention deficit disorder that you probably should go see somebody about. Not not that there's, not that there's anything wrong with it, but you seem you know functioning. A, it's a joke, right? High function, I always joke there's a lot of puppies running around in that head of yours. Yeah. I mean, they are yeah. just looking at everything. There's always something new. Yeah, they just want to take a bite out of these bears. Um, yeah. The thing is, like, I can make. Like I do the pancakes thing. I make banana breads. I make all sorts of various things. But to have this kind of 
I don't even know where I would begin to try to do something like this. I just don't. I can't see it. I don't have that like artist minds. Like it's the same thing as drawing a picture, right? If you want to draw something or sketch something like artists that I work with, uh, you know, professionally, they're incredible. And I see that. I was like, how the hell did you make that? And it's the same thing. Like there's certain minds that can produce something like this. Like this is an art yeah. to make something like that. And I don't have that kind of art. Like I can make a pancake mm. for you and think about like ways to combine ingredients and things that I want to taste um, because they're things that I like flavors of and taste that work. And even, even like making things like pancakes, for example, that's more of like a math equation that I could do. It is. Yeah. Like there's chemistry, right? chemistry yeah. in cooking a, lo- a lot of really good cooks would say you know there's a lot of you know getting the right mixtures and the right combinations to make reactions happen that make things delicious that's yeah. what a lot of it is so then so when it comes to creativity on that front and how would i make something if i find an ingredient that i'm intrigued by or enjoy then i'll say okay well let me let me see how to incorporate this ingredient in there and then i will and then i'll see what the results are and Maybe real. I'm pretty good at it, so usually it's pretty good. But so what you're if, saying uh, is you need to pair with a 14 year old Japanese kid who can possibly have the artistic creativity while you give them the the, the chemistry involved to make it taste good, right? You're like, look, I can't. This yeah. is gonna look like this is gonna look like what it looks like, but the ingredients together are gonna be delicious. You need to form this into something cute for me. Yeah, exactly. Like you need to make this look like uh, like a Shiba. Yes. <laughs> Like even so, like I tried to make a like I tried to make Mickey Mouse pancakes for my niece. You didn't just get the little mold, right? Isn't there a little mold you can just pour into? Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Why not? I'm, because it feels like cheating. They'd be perfect. Or is that part of the lore of they're not perfect? And then she learns, you know, I love my uncle even though he's not perfect. No, I don't think she's thinking that deeply. But um <laughs> not not when she's like four. But not yet. But look, they were close enough, and and look, when they said, look at that, what's that? And she said, Mickey Mouse. And you're like, yeah, all right, that's close enough. (laughs) (laughs) That passed passed the pancake Rorschach test Uh, of what I was trying to do. You know what? I think that's all you really need at the end of the day when you're you're uncling about. Yeah. Probably shouldn't be a verb. Uncling? No. Yeah, let's not use that. Let's move on. I got one story to talk about. Speaking of cute things in New York. Let's talk about this. Reading from the New York Post. Normally for their brevity, but this story is long enough where I guess this is the only one we're going to talk about before we get into some serious stuff like Top Gun. Here we go. In the living section? Whatever. Opossum causes chaos in New York City bar until brave Alaska woman saves day. They just had to say that she was an Alaskan woman, right? Like, is this is this to throw shade at New Yorkers or throw shade at Alaskans? Soft. Like, soft New Yorkers. Soft or All too right. hard? Like, which one? Like, are Alaskan well, women just, just rough and tumble? And that's the thing, She right? saved the day. That's not, a, that's not a too much anything. That's just right. Yeah, where's this possum? Here we go. Now, this is an opossum for all the Kiwis listening. This opossum, is not the Kiwi right. possum. The, the Kiwi possum is cute and adorable. And don't they need to be killed to our, as well? Destructive yeah, I was to our say, native you, habitat. <laughs> now, who's the monster now? Okay, here we go. Did you hear the one about the opossum who walks into a bar and gets owned by an Alaskan woman? That's how this article starts. A courageous gal from up north <laughs> came to... <laughs> this video! <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Sorry, really continue reading. I just I wasn't expecting a video with this article. I didn't even know there was a video. I'll have to watch that after. Okay, here we go. A courageous gal from up north to the rest came to the rescue of New York revelers last week after heroically bouncing an interloping opossum from a Brooklyn bar. A video of the impromptu animal controller's good deed is now going viral on Instagram, and city slickers praise her varmint handling prowess. Quote, I was like, all right, I got this. I told everyone, listen, I'm from Alaska. Let me handle it. Sarah Fulton, who goes by Sarah Kali on Instagram, told the po- told the post of handling the unwanted customer, quote, no one's going to question someone from Alaska. So that's when I went up to the opossum and scruffed him and took him outside and quote, this now viral incident went down at Temkin's bar in Greenpoint last week, sending patrons into a panic. How does someone from Alaska end up in Greenpoint on how on vacation, right? Like that's what happens. Yeah, You're like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to the city. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. I'm watching this video now. Yeah, this the video's thing, amazing. The video's this thing amazing. Is pissed. This thing it is, is not having it. It is not happening. Oh and she god. scruffed him too. So I've I've learned oh. that that y- if you grab most animals by the back of their neck, right? That's what their mothers do. To like move them around by being like, come here, kid, and they grab the back of the scruff of their neck, and it kind Damn. of immobilizes. And I would say this is like for cats, right? Like you can scruff a cat, and if you grab it, they do exactly what happened here, where they kind of like freeze, and like they they kind of like thrash a little bit, but they can't do anything. Like you've got them in a spot that because they don't have the dexterity that humans have, they can't like reach behind themselves and pull you off. They just kind of like. Meh. Right, their arms are just kind of out. There's nothing they can do. So she totally just scruffed this possum. Now, also, she just kind of let him go down the street. Like that yeah. possum's gonna be back, right? He's coming back. I I don't know, but opossums are monsters. Like they look like monsters. Well, they're that they're is terrifying. a horrifying, horrifying creature. Out of the two possums, the New Zealand possum is way cuter. Way right, we've cuter. talked about this one. Yeah, way cuter. You're right. This possum is terrifying. It looks like a rat. It's like a with deep. It is like a it's like a rat with like different like with more fur. It's like a furry rat. But it's big. It's like it a big. it's like a cat size. Cat size, rat. yeah. It's cat sized. It's a cat sized rat. It's got a big snout. It's like a cross between a cat, an anteater, and a demon. Yes. Yeah. It's so like she just monster. totally just she grabbed him in the back of the neck and then she just like let him go. And then she and then she did the old with yeah. her hand, like she just like be, be like, on you know, your way, like yep, that's yeah, like that. be on your way. Now, job in the done. second, now in the second video on Instagram, there looks like there's uh, this person on the left when she lets it go. I thought I saw some sort of badge on the right arm. Am I? Mistaken? Well, she said. Well, well, said she was. It said impromptu. No, okay, never mind. That's just a so yeah. Uh, but again, I, I, I wonder. It was like, like some sort of yeah. authority, like law authority, uh, like police officer. But I was wrong. I was like, wait, yeah, she just picks him up. But I guess that's the thing is is I I do wonder. And oh, I, okay, I love how right. everyone's got their phone out. Like, as this woman is doing this, everyone just has their phone pointed at this thing. And at this point, right, You, she's drinking for free, right? Well, hang on. At We're going to get to that. Let me continue okay. the story. Let's okay. continue Go the story. Flatbush resident Fulton, that explains why she was in Greenpoint, because that's not too far. 33, painted the scene. Quote, I was outside hanging out with my friend and we see this critter run into the bar and we're like, what is that? Is that like a rat? And then I was like, wait. It's too big to be a rat. So we go in and we see everyone on the other side of the bar freaking out, end quote. That's when the Anchorage native's pal cornered him. 
Meanwhile, since the Temkins clientele were losing their minds, Fulton figured, quote, I'm the calmest one here in this situation, end quote, and rolled down the sleeves of her denim jacket to take care of business. <laughs> of course, I'm not going to lie. This is, a, this is a very well-written article. This is setting a scene. Yeah, I like. This. I mean, for the New this York Post, I mean, this is this is about this is this is high level of journalism. <laughs> like, this is about yeah. as high as it gets. I mean, for New York Post, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, how's that, New York Post? Shade taken. Even though we use them for sourcing more than any other website, but again, I like their brevity, and I and I appreciate poking fun at their silly commentary along the way. In the awe-inspiring footage posted on Fulton's Instagram, captioned "I did that," bar patrons can be heard screaming as the opossum enters the joint and darts under the table. That's when Fulton comes to the rescue. "Quote: Hold my phone. I'm from Alaska." End quote. She declares before calmly reaching down and grabbing the furry interloper with her bare hand. The com- the confident gal then nonchalantly saunters towards the door while holding the critter by the scruff of its neck like a naughty cat as bar goers look on in look on in disbelief. A naughty cat, huh? Is that a is that a thing That's you do? A naughty cat? You That's what cat. you do to cats. Yeah, you scruff them. Okay. You Fair scruff enough. them. Didn't know but that. But you got to get mm-hmm. them first, though. Like my sure. like the like the cat that I live with. Yeah. <laughs> had to go to the vet the other day, and he was I saw not the post. having it. He was not happy. And mm. so he had to get scruffed. <laughs> That's what happens. You get scruffed and they hold you down and you're upset about it, but there's nothing you can do. You are immobilized. You are, you're, if you're an animal, it's, it's why we are top of the food chain, right? Someone grabs you by the back of the neck. You've got enough dexterity in your arms to reach back there. Yeah. I didn't realize scruffing was a word until yes. this moment. Until right now. There you go. Yeah. Good to know. I thought, well, I guess I did. I, I never heard it used in this term. I thought scruff was scruffy. It's like, isn't that a word? The scruff of your neck, right? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. The saga ends with the lone hero who manages the restaurant stowaway located next door to Tompkins, depositing the opossum outside next to a garage bag, next to a garbage bag, a la Patrick Swayze's character in Roadhouse. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Not quite like that, but fine. Quote, I just like went up to him and I was like, Hey, I know you're afraid, the opossum whisperer recalled to NBC New York, quote, and I was like, all right, think I'm just going to scruff you and take you out because that would be the least painful for you, end quote. While several times bigger than your average New York City rat, the marsupial didn't phase Fulton. Wait, it's a marsupial? Yeah, they got a pouch. Oh. What? They got a pouch. Babies, babies okay. in a pouch. These things are just more and more monstrous by the moment. Just learning all these revelations. Anyway, the marsupial <laughs> didn't phase Fulton, who told the Post, quote, I grew up with like moose in my backyard and I'd go camping with black bears. So an opossum is literally not a concern. I mean, that's and, a little well, different, but fair enough. Like mm-hmm. I could go I could go camping with a moose and a black bear. I'm not touching this thing. No, thank yeah. you. Because this thing, what if what if this thing would have bit her? Well, it didn't. It, again, like let's play the result, but let's just say I'm not going to reach back there. You can call me all sorts of names you want to. I'm not grabbing at that big rat-looking thing. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, if it bitter, well, this would be a very different story. Now, would it? Yeah, you would read opossum bites. <laughs> weak Alaskan resident, <laughs> weak Alaskan gal who thought she was trying to be a hero. Yeah, failed hero moments. This would be a yeah. very different story. Needless to but, say, her, but her, her oh, go ahead. 
No, but yeah, it didn't. Exactly. So. Needless to say, her heroism struck a chord with the bar goers who reportedly bought her oodles of free drinks as a reward for saving the day. Don't hear oodles very often. Quote, everyone bought her so many rounds, it turned into a party afterwards. End quote. Bartender Rachel Bessemer told her local NBC News outlet. Fulton also became the talk of Instagram with one awestruck commenter writing, quote, you are brave. I definitely would have ran. Quote, end quote, quote. You should drink for free forever anywhere in Greenpoint, end quote. Another gushed. One newfound fan wrote, quote, I would like to nominate this Alaskan woman removing a possum from a bar in Greenpoint while Led Zeppelin blares as today's David J. Roth, New Yorker of distinction, end quote. I don't know what that is. It's probably a thing. Word salad is what that was. <laughs> yep. Meanwhile, popular Instagram account Greenpointers reshared the clip with the caption, quote, this lady don't play, end quote. Despite her courageous action, Fulton doesn't believe she's a hero. Quote, they're like, you're a hero. You're a celebrity. I'm like, what? No. For me, it's just a wild animal. But I have to realize I'm not in Alaska, and that's not something you see every day. And then that they attributed her to as the the verminator. Wow. And that's the end of the story. Yeah. Well, look, good for her. And I'm glad that the people did the right thing. I think you have to give her whatever she wants while you're still in that bar, right? You have to. Yeah. And it's apparently uh, her place, stowawaynyc.com. This is apparently her bar, according to that article. Oh, so she's got a bar. That's why she's... She's got a bar next door. Yeah, that's what they said. So that's why Uh, she's got... uh, Yeah, let's look up this place, see what they got here. Stowaway. What if? What if? if Uh It's her possum. Oh, shit. You think it was... uh, Oh, man. Her her bar's got a... I mean, it's a bar and restaurant, but it's got a... uh, it's got a 4.9 on Google. People love it. I, I I think that, you know what? Conspiracy here. Put on my it's hat. It's an inside job? Inside job. This is her possum. Oh, oh Stowaway looks good. I'm going to have to add this to the list. Place to check out. <laughs> are you going to go over there and ask about the possum? See, like New York, right? Like, to, like this is a normal everyday. If you could be in a bar in New York and you could be like, wow, that's different. But also, you'd be like, yeah, I saw someone grab a possum out of a bar. Someone would be like, yeah, okay, I can, I can see that happen. They also serve like uh, McDonald's style hash browns. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it's an interesting spot. You know what? Yeah. It's on the list. Want to go. And I'm just going to make a note here. Owned by woman who took po- opossum out of bar. And I mean, it's it's Greenpoint. Like Brooklyn is, you know, like let's not act like Brooklyn is what it was 30 years ago. Like, come on now. Like Brooklyn's oh, probably one of the safest places on earth. <laughs> yeah, it depends where it's I'm been Brooklyn, so you gentrified. Are. Brooklyn's like, big, you know. Yeah, and it's been so gentrified now in most of these areas. Pff, Brooklyn's fine, which again, which is good, right? You don't walk around somewhere and worry about being hurt. But you know, now the worst yeah, thing Green, you have Green is Greenpoint's. Greenpoint's a nice area. Greenpoint's yeah, definitely right. a nice area. There's a lot of good stuff around there. Rule of thirds, great place. Went there with Greg. Had a good time. Yeah. It's right by. Um, it's right by uh, Williamsburg. I'm like looking yeah, at these which, places again, which I went to another, in Williamsburg. Uh, and Williamsburg was hipster before hipster had a word, right? Yeah. Now it's one of the most expensive places in the city. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just like, oh yeah, Williamsburg. It's like basically living in like the Upper East Side. Yeah. Sure is. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's well, uh that's a story about the lady uh saving a bunch of people from uh from an opossum. There good for go. her. Nice. Good, well, for, good her. for her. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you for your bravery. Really. Yeah, thank you for your service. 
And really, like, I've never really seen any. It's been a while since I've seen something, someone or something have as bad a time as this opossum being carried out. Yeah, of he, he had a rough, he had a rough go of it. It was a rough night he for was him. Really upset. <laughs> yeah, he was really mad. He was really mad. He couldn't do anything. His little, his little arms, his little hands are flailing. There's not much he can do. He got a raw deal. Yeah. And, uh, but she didn't hurt him, right? Like, you know. No. She just, no, I, she I just thought scruffed it was, him it was, and uh, let him go. Yeah, it was a classy, handed, handled very classy by uh, by all accounts. So yeah. well done. Hope that possum's off living a yeah. Living and she life. held and she held it up like like a trophy. Yeah, she sure did. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, man, so weird. That, New York Post that apparently also like Detroit or uh, Detroit Drake was just chilling somewhere in Detroit, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, he's just sitting here by himself." <laughs> so that, that's also a New York Post article. <laughs> where these two uh, women were just like i think that's drake and drake was just sitting there being like yeah i'm just waiting for my flight and they bought him a bunch of drinks so there you go nothing there i I can't think of another website that reads like a tabloid than absolutely again i just i'm looking at this and it's just random articles on the side that they're just like you know they're talking about this dude simu simu liu or lu yeah the guy from uh wax body uh, from barbie one of the most oh. painful experiences, talking about him having his chest wax because of the Barbie trailer that Margot Robbie somehow agreed to do. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how they got her to do that movie. It's amazing. Why not? Why I not? Mean, why, sure, why not? But it's it's super, it's super it strange. Sense. Could you think of a better person to play Barbie? No, not re- I mean, now that I've seen her as Barbie, no. <laughs> I'm sure, you know. But yeah, I mean, there you go. He's going to be he's going to be kin. Oh really? That's cool. Oh uh, yeah, it's the guy from Shang from Shang Chi. I just didn't notice yeah. him because he's sitting here. He's got his he's got his frosted tips, and he's you know he looks like he should belong in this Barbie movie. I didn't even realize there was a Barbie trailer, like a teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's a little unsettling. <laughs> I don't, but but yeah. what's it actually about? The Barbie movie? Is it about like if Barbie was a real person? I think I think it's sort of like Barbie is real, but like I'm sure that there's. I mean, it'd be great if it turned a little dark, like that Winnie the Pooh movie, right? Where that we talked oh, about that's last very week. Different. I, I would rather it be like if it was a Barbie movie where it's this girl who just does everything. Like if every Barbie costume or outfit was canon, so she literally can do absolutely everything. Yeah. Like yeah, now yeah. she's uh you know now she's a gardener, now she's a hairdresser, now she's a secret agent, now she is like whatever you want her to be, garbage truck Barbie. I don't know what she's doing, but she's doing it all. Oh wow, you know? the names that they had attached to this movie before they got to Margot Robbie. Oh wow, it's odd. So Amy Schumer entered negotiations in 2016 to star in the role. And then she couldn't because of scheduling conflicts. And then they had Anne Hathaway. <laughs> okay, I could see that. Because you kind of need that weird sort of unsettling smile <laughs> to be in this movie, to be Barbie, right? Like, there's a little something wrong. Like, hey, it's great, but it's not really, right? Like, so yeah, I don't know what the plot of this is, but it's got Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie in it. <laughs> so yeah, no, offense, no offense to Amy Schumer. And by saying that, I think I've just introduced a lot of offense. Yes. Which is just like, I feel like you need a, you know, I'm going to say it like this to, to soften the blow. I think you need a generically beautiful person 
in that it's role. It's Barbie. Like exactly. That's what I'm let's saying. Let's not kid ourselves here. It's Barbie. Yeah. 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 And then from there, you you go from there. You know, you, you that's why unless you're making it a like a um, subversive, silly thing, which maybe it still will be, then I'd be like, yeah, you can't really have Amy Schumer in that role unless you're making it like an Amy Schumer movie. Yeah. So, well, well, you kind of have fine. to make fun of you kind of have to make fun of what Barbie is while still exactly. paying homage. That's what because I mean. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Because it's from Mattel. Like Mattel is the production. Like they're going to pay for this movie. So it's got to sort of be a little tongue in cheek of like, hey, this is 2022. And some of the stuff we did in the past wasn't cool as it is now. Right. Like or it, it was cool back then. It's not cool now. So, yeah. But yeah, very odd. Um, but yeah, that's what the New York Post page sent me to. So now I get to see the star of Shang-Chi with his shirt off with his chest wax. So there you go. Yeah. Well, at this point, I see ourselves in media therapy. So I'm going to start with the question. I haven't done this in a while, but here we are. Who's older, John Hamm or Paul Giamatti? It's got to be Paul. It's got to be uh, Paul Giamatti. Like I feel like it's close, but John. I mean, John Hamm might be older, but he looks great. So I, I'm going to say John Hamm that he looks younger, and I'm going to say that John Hamm is 53, like six months younger. Is my guess. It's John Hamm is. Only three years younger than Paul Giamatti. <laughs> wow, I, I that's actually surprising to me that that he's only fifty, right, or fifty one. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Looks great. He's great he's looking. Way man. younger than Tom Cruise, I'd argue. And was it? Did you last week say that Tom Cruise was starting to look old? You did say yep. that, right? I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, I'm sorry, but he looks great <laughs> for someone who's almost. Wait, 16. wait, wait. Did you? What I mean to say is, he doesn't look like he's sixty. He looks like he's still in his mid thirties. Did you see that little yes, intro I did. stinger? Yeah. Okay. There is where I'm saying he looked old. Uh, again, the, the the giveaway is always the neck. Because mm-hmm. you can't really fix the neck. You can fix the face, but you can't really tighten the neck. He's got a little gobble going on because he's almost 60. <laughs> but he looks, but he looks, he does not look like he's 60. I was really looking at, I mean, there's some close-ups of this because it's, you know, it's a bit of 80s homage here, but there are some close-ups of Tom Cruise's face. He looks fantastic. He looks great. Sure. He's the best looking guy in the movie. Who, Tom Cruise? Yes. Absolutely. No. No. Absolutely. No Ab- way. Absolutely. No. He was the best looking human in the movie. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely wrong there. Wow. Unbelievable. And and honestly, I would be offended if I was Jennifer Connelly. Just saying. She should be. Tom Cruise looked better. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Shots fired. This is crazy. Yeah. We're learning some so shit. Right, so are what we you spoil think? Top Gun? Are we just gonna get into this? Let's spoil it. I want to spoil right. Well, hang on. So we got, are we going to spoil? All right. So what do you got to talk about before we get into Top Gun? So let's, because you got that. We got Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, let's talk, talk about, about Obi-Wan that? first, because I kind of half watched it because. And then I, what else? Is there anything yeah. else you watched that are not those two things? That's it. That's okay. all that I've watched. So let's let's talk Obi-Wan about. first, and then <laughs> yeah. we'll talk Top Gun full spoilers. Okay. All Obi-Wan. Right. Started watching yep. it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um. I'm on episode three. I look. I knew a bit of what the what the spoilers and reveals for this movie are, so I'm not or for this television series are. So I'm not completely out of the loop. Definitely the most um, movie like though of all is. the Star Wars. It is the most movie like shows. It's, um, 
it's sort of, uh, you know, Obi-Wan is retired and he's sort of looking after Anakin in some way, shape or not Anakin after uh, Luke in some way, shape or form. Right. The rest, his responsibility was the boy. And, you know, it was the other dudes. It was Jimmy Schmitz. <laughs> That's not that dude's actual name, but he played that dude from NYPD Blue or one of those shows. Um, Leia's Leia's quote unquote father. In this. Oh, that guy's that is the guy's name, Jimmy Smith. That yeah, okay, is his I name. For some, for some yeah. reason, I thought I thought that was his character's name. <laughs> yeah, it's like your uh, adoptive father. Yeah. Yeah. So no, look, I mean, that's it's, him. it's fine. It's a bit of like Obi Wan's not used the Force in a while, so he's a little rusty. <laughs> it's kind of like I mean, it's it's sort of like because I feel like there's a superhero theme like this where like you you haven't really used your powers in a long time, and you're like, last time I used my powers, everyone got hurt. And it's like, you know, all this angst of, you know, the fact that I betrayed Anakin or, you know, I, you know, I was, I was supposed to train him and I failed. And there's all this angst. It's a very angsty Obi-Wan, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's fine. I, I like the, the last episode when, uh, you know, and this, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler when, when Vader comes back and you start doing Vader things. It's good. Um, it's funny, though. I can't help but laugh of how they try to modernize how goofy vader and the stormtroopers look right it's just a it's a goofy 70s outfit <laughs> right like think, i mean and in fairness right this the first movie came out when 79 78 79 uh the first one new hope yeah a new hope came out 78 or 79 let's see uh 77 so even earlier so 77 like yeah. that's what you'd kind of expect for a spaceman to look like right big goofy looking helmet cape <laughs> right like stormtroopers right big goofy looking helmets big sort of robotic looking pieces like it kind of looks like an action figure yeah and well, it looks a little goofy in 2022 it looks a little goofy and it, it, you can't help but laugh and be like man this this isn't you know like and again it's i know it's supposed to be prequels and all that stuff it just looks a little goofy um but no look i i think obi-wan's fine it's the most movie like i i haven't watched boba fett i can't i'm not interested after kind of hearing basically it's Mandalorian part three and Boba Fett was supposed to be like, just really, yeah, it's supposed to like, and again, Boba Fett was everyone's favorite character because you just like, don't know much about him, but he's a bounty hunter and he's cool. And they just kind of took some of that mystique away. It's kind of like land, like, right. Like I don't want a Lando movie anymore. Like I don't, as bad as I wanted, like a, like Lando running a casino. Like, that's it. Like, don't make it an action. Anything with Star Wars, right? Just have Lando running a casino. Make it like Heat. <laughs> Where yeah. he's just like a pit boss. And he's just in the back looking at cameras. And he's roughing up aliens who are, like, counting cards. Or have too much to drink at the table. Or don't have enough money and owe him debt. Like, give me that, right? Just give me, like, a drama. Like, a Lando drama. Not, like... Oh yeah, here's 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 a Skywalker that came into the casino, and next thing you know, some Skywalker stuff happens. Um, so yeah, but look, it's fine. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna keep watching yeah. it. So yeah, it's good. cool. What do you think of um, the the woman who plays the the bad guy? I forgot her name already. Oh yeah, I, I saw that she was getting the the regular old black people aren't in Star Wars, Asian people aren't in Star Wars, women aren't in Star Wars. <laughs> it's just like wait, wait a minute. So I mean, I saw she was getting some of that, but she's fine. It's a Star Wars character. It's a little goofy. Right? Like she's, she's, that's who she she's, plays. Yeah, out. she's running on the rooftops and she's kind of like float, just odd. But it's Star Wars yeah. stuff, right? It's supposed to be a little a little. Hokey. I think she's awesome. She's like my favorite part of the show. 
Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, again, I, Man, I don't. I yeah, I tell you what, with the with three episodes out in a week, if you haven't started watching it, I don't know what to tell you. But let me tell you something. This uh, this kid in the show, I just it, she annoys the shit out of me. I'm not going to say more than that in case somebody hasn't watched it yeah. and they're like, oh, you're spoiling it or whatever. Of course, you know the what? Kid does I think that's the kid's point? That's the point of the kid. I know, but it's like, god damn it! But it's well, annoying. It's like me. Anakin was annoying in the the Pod Racer movie, <laughs> right? He was annoying there. It's like kids yeah. are just annoying. Like most kids in movies are there to kind of be the annoying, nagging voice in the background. Like name me a great kid in the movie. I've got one. Right? Uh, most but recently, me- I'll say uh, the Adam Project. That kid was awesome. I thought, and he, I thought and that he kid was, was also annoying. And he was supposed to be annoying, but he also yeah. was like he was like a charming annoying. You know what I mean? I would I would say the best kid. You disagree. I do disagree. <laughs> I, I've not watched Project Adam, but I feel like you you were oh. telling me how annoying this kid was. So I feel like you should watch it again and be like, "This kid is annoying." I dislike. No, no, no. He was he was an endearing annoying. I'm gonna say the best kid. I got another one who's not annoying. Mm -hmm. Is the kid from The Sixth Sense, who's now a man. Joel Osman. He looks the same. He's a big man. He's like (laughs) he looks basically. Yeah, he's basically looks like if you took him in Photoshop and just like scaled him in every direction. Not just up, but a little sideways too. (laughs) Yeah. Which happens, right? I mean, that's life. Right. But he's yeah, he just kind of looks the same. I forget what I watched him in recently. And I was like, wait a minute, that's the kid from the sixth sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he would be to me the kid. And I maybe Dakota Fanning in uh what was the weird movie where they do the dance at the end? What's the name of the movie? Little Miss Sunshine? Is that it? Or is oh, that yeah, kid? sure. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. that her? Oh. Um, Might not have been her. I don't think that was her. Let's see. No. That, it, that kid was great, though. Yeah, that kid was great. So, like, there's only so many great kids. Most kids are not. Abigail Breslin. Definitely no, not somebody the else. person you're thinking about. I don't know who this is. So, I mean, Dakota Fanny wasn't something as a kid. When you were like, all right, she's not that. She wasn't that annoying. Kid from so, Iron, Iron Man 3. Oh, oh, and okay. and the kid. Here's another one. The kid from he was in two movies that I really liked. He was in Running Scared with um um with Paul Walker, underrated quality action thriller outside my usual wheelhouse, but I did enjoy it. Um, and he was also, and that was the same kid from Thank You for Smoking. That kid was awesome. Yeah, I don't remember that Thank kid you. for whatever reason. That oh kid. yeah, man on man on fire, right? I mean, she wasn't that annoying in Man on Fire. She was okay. Yeah, yeah, thank some... you for smoking and the top build people, and this kid isn't even like the top six. Cameron Bright, that's the one. The kid was good. Yeah. Kid was good. But anyway, I'm just saying. This one though, I don't know. It's something about her. Looks weird. Yeah. It's just a little odd. So no, little but odd. yeah, just watch. Weird. I mean, look, yeah. if you're a Star Wars fan, you're probably watching Obi Wan anyways. I don't have to tell you. If you don't care about Star Wars, then you're probably not watching it. So it is what it is. That's true. But I enjoy it. It's entertaining. Look, Star Wars just it's it's just nonsense. But it's fun they've nonsense. Got a, they've so, got a Skywalker problem that I don't know if they'll ever fix. No. Or if they care I, to yeah. fix it. It's right, that's the problem. I think you have to want to change. <laughs> and I don't think they did do. announce they did announce a sequel to um Jedi Fallen Order called Jedi Survivor that's coming out next year. I'm quite excited about that because I loved Jedi Fallen Order. Great game. And you know what's cool about that game? Well, that's not true. I'm going to say for 99% of that game, no Skywalker stuff. You know what's annoying, though? Like, are they going to make a series in the future for Star Wars? Like, everything around Star Wars is either the past. 
like it's within like Luke and Leia's lifetime, which isn't that long. It's like telling the story over like 70 years. Yeah, I think they're they're doing like that game, the MMO Star Wars The Old Republic, that's all yeah, that about pre Skywalker yeah. stuff. Yeah, that and was then, great. And that's also what Nice the Old Republic was, one and two. So you didn't have that problem. And then yeah, I don't I don't know if they're doing anything in the, so the school, future. Oh, either either like pre either like, you know, back when they were throwing sticks and stones Star Wars, or like give me future, future Star Wars. Where there's like this, and again, you can if you want to just get your little Skywalker fix, you can still be like, oh yeah, the stories of Luke Skywalker. Oh, that was a thousand years ago. Like, like do some of that in there for me. So they can be like, oh, those old fairy tales. No one cares about the Skywalkers. That was a hundred thousand years ago, and it's like, yes, yes exactly. it's just a legend. It's like yeah. it's like talking about Jesus. Yep. Like, just do that. Like, I would watch a Star Wars movie where he becomes like the Messiah, and it's weird. Because he's not actually around, and they just sort of make references to like Skywalker, like he's you know the second coming. Just do yep. that. I like that. And Apparently, then, Taika's making a bunch of movies. That'll be a good one for him to take on something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just make a future one. So, but yeah. Anyways, it's Star Wars. It is what it is. Yeah. All right. And then we got uh, Top Gun. So, I got to right. start by asking: great movie or greatest movie? <laughs> it's really funny that. This yeah, movie, the, the the first movie, right? It's fine. It's an eighties movie, right? Like it's an eighties movie. It's supposed to be eighties. It's you know, there's some there's some really interesting acting in that first movie. It's like there's a clear there's a kind of a bad guy, and like he's and like the the thing that I love about this is that there's just the enemy, <laughs> right? Yeah, like yeah, ambiguous. There is enemy. no country. Nope. There is no hint of what country it could be. It's just an enemy, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but like, it's about the internal strife and becoming a family, and you know all of that goodness. So, I think this is a great movie. Yeah. If I watch it again, it might become the greatest movie. Yeah, I but watched it on twice. first viewing. I loved it. Right. I, yes. I mean, I don't know how you can. I mean, Alice watched this and she liked it. Right. Yeah. She she was like, this was fun, mm-hmm. and that's all you can expect. Right? They didn't like kill a dog or anything like that in it. No. There was no, no tears. There was a mm-hmm. couple of moments where they tried to get you. They tried to get you at the end. And in the middle. And it was it was fantastic. It's a fantastic, fantastic movie, the way that it starts. Yeah. It starts with the old montage, like it does in the first one. Yeah. And then Danger so Zone good. kicks in. And I want to know, right? Now, this is what I miss about being in America. Because mm-hmm. I would argue. I would have wanted to go to the opening show for this just to be part of the crowd, right? Because there are some movies that you want to watch and you want people to be quiet because you want to pay attention to it. But I would argue if you're going on the opening night to watch Endgame, right? To watch the Marvel, you know, the Avengers Endgame, yeah. you're going to be part of the experience with the crowd for when all the people come through the portal and and the war starts. You want to be there to clap and hear the guy in the background just go nuts because he's been waiting all like 40 years of his life to watch Iron Man and Captain America and Thor fight with Thanos and like all like right you're in that movie theater for that experience right so you don't care if he's back there going if he's back there hooting and hollering and throwing air punches and dancing around because he's he's (laughs) in the movie right like you're there for that if you're on opening night 
if you if you're like me when you don't really care about this stuff, right? You watch it randomly when you're or you watch Infinity War randomly when you're on a vacation to New York like 4 months after it came out. Same. <laughs> and you watch Shit. it by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for me, right, this is the first time I've been to a big movie in a movie theater probably in like 3 years where it's like yeah. it was packed. And this is New Zealand, right? So it's packed full of people. It's got a bunch of people who are who are our age, who are 30s and 40s and 50s, a few kids. But it's, you know, this is people who remember the 80s sitting in a movie theater. And you're there to, to watch, to have that experience with a bunch of people who remember that with you, right? So my question to you is, did you have that experience when you went to see this the first time? Um, was there clapping? I, was there any sort of excitement from the a crowd? A little was there any bit, yeah. yeah. Some of that was there, but it was the first time I saw it was in this weird event where it was this free screening. So that's when I Tom didn't. Cruise out and said thanks for thanks for coming to the movies, right? <laughs> not literally, but he they, no, they actually played I mean, that, on the screen. Yeah, yeah, they did. They played that actually both times. I saw it because I saw it there. I saw it at Alamo at the free screening that was offered as like a perk for these people. So you know, there was this asshole to my. Uh, to my left who was on his phone the whole time and alamo usually has a policy where like we'll throw that guy out and you can't do it when that stuff's going on it's like i didn't pay to be here so there, it was a kind of a different energy but there was some of that and then i saw it a week later and there was also like kind of murmurings of it but it was also you know a week later so yeah. you're not getting that same vibe was it a week later it might have only been 48 hours later anyway the point <laughs> is it was like i don't even remember i don't know how long time how oh wait no we talked last week so yeah it was only two days later. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess there was a little more of that as well. But uh, like I, so like uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I personally felt like. But I felt, felt like, it. I yeah, felt I, it. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of, this was one of those movies where there were so many people in there. And I would argue this is why movie theaters exist is for this movie. Yep. Like well, this yes. movie is not, it's not going to be as good when you're home. It's going to be good still. But no. this movie, you're there to sit in your seat. And and let the bass and the engines and the screen and all of that, all of that come at you, right at once. You're supposed to feel that movie, yeah. Because everything that's in there, them firing back in the cockpit, all of it is something that you're supposed to be there and feel all of that. That's what makes that movie special. That's what makes it an experience. So yeah, I would say that's the first time that I kind of noticed him being like, I kind of needed a little clapping at the end of this. I kind of needed some hooting and some hollering. I kind of needed the guy in the background being like, oh, shit, it's on. I, I needed that. I, I needed a <laughs> little bit of that. Guy. Right? You could have been I that couldn't. guy. I, I'm not that guy. You could have. Yeah, I'm not that guy. And it would have been not, fun. But I'm not that guy, right? I'm also, not, you weren't like, in America. Not. That was the other thing. It's very different. Yeah, because Kiwis are reserved, right? They're just not. They're not that. Um, yeah. And so, like, so oh, yeah. Like, cute. Cute planes. Yeah, they're, they're just like, oh yeah, it's cool. Uh, or, you know, we're gonna laugh at the at the at the little cheesy sex scene that that they're not really gonna show, but kind of show, right? Like, yeah. you know, there was lots of laughs and giggles and things. People were interacting with the movie, but I I kind of needed. And look, I would say that is the one thing that I again I, I wasn't a big Marvel fan, but I bet you being at Endgame at the opening. Oh, it was crazy. It, it had to crazy. be. I, I, yeah. I was there. Yeah, it was, it it was had, crazy. And again, but that's and you're sitting there like you can't be annoyed. And I'm not right? that like, guy who's saying yeah. shit. But you're right. Like, like it's like as bad as you it's want cool to be energy. annoyed of being yeah. like I'm trying to watch the movie. Yeah, you and also nobody can just hear wanna, you. Yeah, you just kind of like you don't care about the dialogue at that point. 
you're just happy that you're in a room with people that are like you that want to see that want to see the end of something and then you're just like look i'm gonna go watch this again and i can watch it again when it's quiet and really hear the dialogue but you want to be there opening night for that guy who's dressed as captain america to to be in the aisle with thor's hammer <laughs> right like you you need that there's something yeah. there that was missing there for me so anyways that's my theater experience right so like I, I was missing a little bit of that but also you know you're happy that you can actually watch a movie and you don't feel like you need to tell the guy behind you like hey man can you stop talking during the quiet parts when val Kilmer, who's who's heroically lost his voice but is going to act in he's coming back for tom cruise for yeah. one last time to be in this movie to bring all the characters back together. Can you just shut up when he's trying to type out the words because he can't speak anymore? And that's actually, right, like Val Kilmer actually has lost his voice. Yeah, I didn't realize so that. Yeah, because his, his son had done a documentary of this, of like the process of his father losing his voice and sort of what that means for obviously, right, you're losing your acting career, you're, you're losing your livelihood, what makes you you? Um, so yeah, it's actually I haven't seen it, but I've seen a I've seen a like a trailer for this this documentary like going through Val Kilmer's life that's like I think told by his son. Um, but yeah, so look, I mean, I think take take a couple steps back here since we're spoiling this movie. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, yeah. Obviously, as a visual effects artist, I laugh hysterically when I'm reading articles about like check out the practical effects, and it's like there's a lot of CG in this movie, like a lot. Like I'm sure there's, I'm sure they're actually in some cockpit that somebody made. Tom Cruise is not flying this jet. <laughs> no, he's not flying. And we knew I trust, that. I'm sure Tom Cruise wanted to fly the jet. Absolutely. But he ain't flying this jet. I'm sure that Tom Cruise is on that motorbike. I'm sure he was doing some of that stuff. Yeah. But like, there's a lot of CG in this movie, and I would say at the end of this movie. It's fantastic. That whole, this whole end sequence of this movie. Last 45 minutes. Is is fantastic. Just from an action film standpoint, it makes me sit here and go, we need more. I feel the same way about video games this way, like flying video games. There's nothing cooler than being in a jet trying to outrun missiles and being in dogfights. It's just a really cool experience for whatever reason that like when you see it done really really well in a movie, you're like that's awesome. And you and when you're in a video game and you're playing a game and you're immersed in it, it's cool. But like there's lots of movies that just do this poorly. Right? Like I would argue Red Tails didn't do this very well. Sadly. And I would argue that Stealth didn't do this very well. But <laughs> they nailed the action of this fighter jet at the end of this movie. But yeah, taking a couple steps back again. Sorry, I keep keep rushing this. That's so th- th- the, the way the movie starts is with that old montage of it, it starts exactly the way that the first one did. Mm-hmm. It's just redone and they've got some audio, right? Some some cable snapping and they, you know, they they enhanced it a bit. Yep. And so the movie starts with basically like Tom Cruise is like he's still a fighter pilot. He's still doing this. And he's got like this test Tesla plane, <laughs> whatever this thing is called, right? Like whatever this new, this new army machine is called that he's trying to get to Mach 10. And it's really funny because then all of a sudden Mach 10 became like super easy to hit throughout the rest of the movie. Like they make a real big deal of how fast that is because it is. It's nuts. Yeah. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think any jets really fly at Mach 10. Um, the thing is as well is that they keep and this is how I know that we're about to get a Top Gun universe, right? Like this is coming. You think so? Absolutely. Are you mm. are you that they hit to the sort of the stealth factor of like right? Because the whole point of stealth, that movie that came out almost twenty years ago. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, with uh, was Jamie like, Fox. hey, we're being replaced by drones. Right. 
right? And it's like, you know, it's about the man, it's about the guy or the woman or the or the pilot in the cockpit more than the, the machine, the right? The guy in the box. And there's this hint of like this, you know, hey, you know, these these next gen fighters and these and the the drones are coming. So a hundred percent there's gonna be multiple sequels to this. Multiple. I say we get three Top Gun universe sequels before this thing fizzles out. And I'd argue we even headed towards Fast and the Furious territory with how well done this movie was. We're headed there. Family. Well, I, don't, I don't think so. I hope it's not. I hope I, this is it. You, how, much, how much money is this movie made already? Yes, I don't care. Give me a, give me a reboot there. in in, in like nah, 30 years. No, I'll no, take we're that. Not, we're not. The, the reboot just happened, right? Like you've got, you got Miles Teller. You got the dude with the chiseled jaw. In the perfect teeth, you got that guy. You yeah. got you got the woman. You got some minorities in there, right? You got a couple of black people. You got an Asian guy. You're good. You've totally got. You can totally do this. And the enemy is the enemy, right? The enemy, and then you're gonna have the internal enemy of, hey, we're shutting down the Top Gun program because we got drones now. And it's like it's the guy in the box. I don't need no drone, right? Like that's coming. It's coming for multiple movies. So anyways, Tom Tom Cruise sort of he 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 starts in this thing as kind of being like, oh, he's this, you know, he refuses to move up the ranks because he's just born to do this. He's born to be a pilot. He's got the need for speed. It's all he knows. It's who he is. Yeah. And John Hay- Ed Harris Ed Harris chews him out for it. Ed Harris chews him out. And then they sort of hand over that to to John Hamm, who I thought did a really good job. Right, like like John Hamm as yeah. an actor can be a little hit or he's miss. Awesome. He's great. he's great in this movie. He's really really good in this movie. Yeah. Um, the interaction between him and Tom Cruise was fantastic. Like I just felt like that that was something of like okay, this could have been because I believe I read something where John Hamm they just like they came to him and he goes, I don't care what you put me as, I want to be in this movie because he's like this is my favorite movie of all time. Just whatever I have to do to be in this movie, I'll be there. And you could tell that it was a lot of people sort of rallying around the idea of top gunning Tom Cruise, which I felt was pretty cool to watch. It felt like everyone was there to basically go, well, this is Tom's movie and we're just here to be part of it. And they, they all did a good job. I think Jennifer Connelly, the the chemistry was a little weird. You, you would notice this last time it was a little, it was a little stiff. Um, whatever bar scenes were a little weird. It worked but it was enough. good. It was good. Yeah. It was good 80s banter. The whole movie was, is just... It, let me put it this way. Everything... Yeah. If this movie is a modern 80s movie, then everything in it is at least as good as its 80s counterpart. Yes. If not, so if not better. They do some oh, of that stuff. It's all better, for sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the worst you can say is it's it's as good as. And I don't think that any part is that is that weak. I think everything for, is better than for this strange near perfect. I think for as strange as Tom Cruise is as a, as a human being, right? Like he's the best. He's the perfect best. person. <laughs> he's, 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 <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say something that after oh, watching this movie, he is, he is the greatest action hero ever. Might be ever. I don't know. I don't know how Vin Diesel is going to feel about that, but he might, he's, be. I mean, it's not even close. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, Vin Diesel hears that. And he's like, oh, you ever seen my movie where I like pulled down all those chains? It's like, yeah, we saw that. It's cool. He's the greatest. He's the greatest action movie star ever. He's the last of them as well. Like, because name he does me all another. What it just he he just he fits. Like even yeah. the Mummy, right? The Mummy was not a good movie. 
Tom Cruise totally saved that movie from being completely horrific. That movie, not bad. It's okay. But it's Tom Cruise. Right? End of, um, what is it? Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. I've watched that movie like 20 times. Well, that movie's great. But it's great, but also it's like it's it's Tom Cruise being an action star. It's just what again for as much as every Mission Top, Impossible movie except two. <laughs> I I'd argue that a lot of this stuff in Top Gun talking about being a pilot was Tom Cruise just replacing pilot with actor. Of like this is just who I am. This is what I'm born to do. Oh, interesting. You're you're taking an allegory stance at this movie. I look and again, I, this wow. movie is total popcorn. There's no deeper meaning. Right, like they get in the fl- the planes. Tom Cruise shows off. He's flying the planes around. It's got Goose's son. Miles Teller was fine, right? Like he he looked like Goose. That mustache is horrific, but he looked like him, right? Perfect. <laughs> so close How dare him. you? That's great. It was awful. It was awful. But again, he did a great job, especially at the end. Right, at the end, the whole thing comes together beautifully. Where at first you're just like, mm, some of these pieces are a little heavy handed, or mm, all right, you know, every, we keep crashing planes, but no one's dying, right? Like, they didn't want to kill anybody off. Also, I think there's sequels coming because you got to kill some people off. And right now, no, you you're don't. building characters. Yeah, you're going to, you got to kill off Tom Cruise at some point, right? Like, yeah. he's not going to keep flying in this jet. He, this was his last big hurrah. He's now going to produce this thing and he'll be in it. But, you know, he's going to, he's going to hand this off to the kids. He's going to hand this off to Miles Teller and the kid with the jizzled jaw and the perfect teeth. You're going to give it to that guy, <laughs> right? It's his movie. Um, it's funny so about yeah, Tom like, Cruise though is like Top Gun. Top Gun, yeah, you, that's an action movie, I guess. Otherwise, like, there's not really much. Well, I guess I'm trying to think of what this one. No, not really. Um, yeah, they, they, you don't really get into his action Mission Impossible in 1996, and then he doesn't really get into real like breakthrough action star until arguably in the early 2000s where it's like mission impossible 2 in 2000 then minority report in 2002 and then you're getting on that run last samurai collateral or the world's mission impossible like that's when it really takes off but man if he doesn't kill it every single time even this great like night night and day silly ass movie he's incredible i i i hope he just leans into just being this like be this to some like you don't have to be the action star like you know he's getting old so you don't have to be running around and jumping around stuff and you know jumping off of of, of uh, motorcycles in that mission that ridiculous Mission Impossible trailer. <laughs> Looks awesome, just, right? Come it's on. awesome, but it's ridiculous. He just Can't flies wait. a he just flies a motorcycle off a cliff, and mm-hmm. it ends with him just like free falling <laughs> through the yeah, sky. Yeah, it does. It's amazing. Yeah. So great. so yeah, I mean, like, look to to just rat like, and yeah, we're spoiling this just because like basically everybody wins. <laughs> I don't think we spoiled that much off. I mean, the real thing is no. that this is. The best Star Wars movie ever made, too. Like oh, it's straight I mean, it's, off a ripoff of the the whole goal is the is the trench run. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is, and it's awesome, and it's, <laughs> it's great. so good. I, now, I'd argue it's better than the Star Wars version of it. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. It <laughs> yeah. is the best version. This movie is so good. I can't say enough good things about it. Like I may even see this again before it leaves theaters, and I tell everybody to see it. Um, and on the biggest screen possible. Like you got to see this movie if you can in Dolby or IMAX because yeah. you need the best sound and the biggest screen and the, the best sound. screen possible. The sound you can't, it. you can't see this in a shitty movie theater. It's just not, yeah. it's not how it's supposed to yeah, be. Yeah. I saw it. I saw it in the biggest movie theater we have. Yeah. And it's worth it. And, and it's worth it. Yeah, it really is. Go see, uh, go see Top Gun Maverick. 
It's uh, yeah, and look, I mean, at the end, right? Like, just talk about the the vision. Like, I thought the the way that they filmed the actual once they leave the trench and it's basically all surface to air missiles, and that's when the 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 action really really starts of like explosions and stuff. That's yeah. all CG, first of all, right? Like all those trails, all that stuff is CG. No one was flying jet. Like it's all CG, but it looked fantastic, and it wasn't overdone. It wasn't like so sparkly that you couldn't tell what was going on. You always knew where you were. The camera was always centered to the action. It didn't feel dizzying. It felt like you were in control of this, but there was a clear and present danger of these ships being blown apart. Um, or these planes being blown apart. And it was just really great to watch. Just from a film standpoint, that's that sequence is, like you said, it's by far, it's the best fighter jet sequence I've ever seen. By leaps and bounds, by like a lot. I can't name anything close to that. Um, it was great. And it looked great. And even in the end of the whole dogfighting sequence and the like, it's all the way they filmed that was really well done because you can make that stuff really confusing because it is confusing, right? Like I've never been in a fighter jet. Only mm-hmm. time I've been in a plane is when I'm in a passenger with a with a seatbelt on watching watching a movie. Yeah. So to understand what it is to sort of feel these forces and to have this type of maneuverability in a in a jet fighter like this, I just thought they did a really good job in the end. And especially trying to keep it sort of realistic, like it never felt like, I mean, realistic as you can, where it's like Tom Cruise should probably be dead, right? Like he's he, the, he blows up this supersonic jet and just kind of yeah. like walks away and walks into a into a, a diner and drinks a glass of water. Yeah, where you see Ron Howard reincarnate sitting at this <laughs> counter. <laughs> oh, You're like, funny. well, cool. Where are we? That, that yeah. line was great. Yeah. yeah, and he's like Earth because yeah, it yeah. looked like he <laughs> fell from space, but he's like fine, yeah. right? So like yeah, I get it. That's unrealistic, but at the end where it's like, hey, he's flying an F fourteen, they're flying F eighteen. It's not as fast as these whatever these Generation five jets that they you know the enemy has, and it was just really well done. So yeah, like I, it's a it's a total action movie. They totally just sort of recut parts from the original movie, which gave the fan service that you were expecting, right? I wasn't yeah. going to come into this movie, and if you make it too serious, everyone's going to go, why did you make Top Gun, which is fun, too yeah. serious? But that, they still yeah. gave some some moments to it where you felt a little bit like, all right, this is a, you know, there's, there's loss of life here. This can possibly go bad, but it was great. Great movie. Gosh. It is. It's great. Loved it. Maybe I will see Best it movie I've seen this year. Yeah, I... I well, I hope it gets, yeah, you, I hope you know it what? gets topped because you know what I say yeah. that even though saying I really really loved everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. This is more fun. That movie was more of a surprise. It's long. This yeah. movie was the perfect amount of time. Right when you're just like, all right, boom, we're done and we're out. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, here's another twenty minutes of this. It was like, oh no, like we got to the climax of this. We get the trench run. We get the improbable. Let's steal. Let's steal an old jet. Let's steal the old the old jet that we used to fly in, and that's it. We're out. We do some hugs, you know, and we're done. Yeah. Um, the last question I have for you is, how did you feel about the about the football scene? I thought it was great. I was really confused. And I was happy they explained why they were playing that way. I first thought it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like I thought. So this scene where you got it starts off and it looks like one of those mirror shots, right? Where you're seeing two planes of action happening at the same time to kind of speed things along like you're in a montage of sorts. 
that's what I thought was happening. And I'm like, no, no, they're literally doing this multiple times. Like they are actually playing against each other with two footballs. What is happening? And then when they explained it at the end, I was like, okay, yeah, this scene is great. It's awesome. And it was fun. And then Bob, you know, getting that big catch and that big celebration moment at the end. I'm like, you needed this. There was, I wouldn't cut anything from this movie. I think it's no, perfect. It's great. It's great. Yeah. There's not a that. single. Why, why do you ask my... about that though? What did you think? No, again, I was just like, again, I'm comp- there. They, that's the fan service, right? The volleyball. Yeah, scene. Yeah, because you don't have the volleyball scene, you got the football scene, which is great. Yeah. So I thought you it got was more great. characters. Yeah, look, I, you can't. I who thought, are you cut? Yeah, I thought the I thought the fan service in this movie was done better than fan service in any movie that I remember. Right? Like I know a bit prisoner of the moment here. But, yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of better fan service where you go. That's great homage to the old one. This yeah. this is as good as it gets. So yeah, like they did their homework on this movie. This movie took a while to come out because of the pandemic and all that. And I, I'd argue that this movie is going to be more successful now than it would have been if it came out two two years ago. Oh, because absolutely. This is if you want a movie, and I, I say this sort of knowing that the movie I'm currently working on has being billed as that. This is going to be the movie that gets you back to the movie theater. I understand streaming. I understand the world has changed, and you know the pandemic, and we're you know we're able to watch more media than ever at the tip of our fingertips without ever leaving our house. Tom Cruise has brought the movie theater back. Yeah. It wasn't Tenet. It wasn't Dune, even though I love Dune. And I would have personally, I'm a little hurt that I didn't watch Dune in the movie theater because I watched it at home and I was like, man, I should be watching this in a movie theater because of just how big it looks and sounds. But this movie is a movie that's going to bring people back. I don't think Spider-Man did that. I know Spider-Man's a big hit and people went to go see it. I think, you know, Doctor Strange, you know, not as big of a hit, but people went to go see it. This movie brought me back to the movie theater. None of those other movies did. No, but they brought up, they had higher grosses anyway. Well, at least the Marvel ones did. But again, but But this uh, to me is like, yeah, it's like, it's just sort of, it's. Yeah, it's the biggest non-Marvel movie to uh, box office weekend since, like, basically since the pandemic started. So that's pretty damn good. It's good to know that movies that are not Marvel can still succeed like this, which is great. Yeah. But so, to be, I mean, at the yeah. same time, right? You need Tom Cruise. You, you need just him. need a good, you can need a good movie. Like if this movie got shitty reviews, cause even uh, word of mouth is going to help this thing as well. Blow up. Like the drop was only 100%. like 33% drop. It was, so, it, it was, it, it was that's sold the other out. Thing. Like I've not seen too many movies in New Zealand where this movie was was sold out like completely the week that I, I was going to see this last weekend and it was sold out for three four days in a row couldn't see it yep. and that normally doesn't happen normally you can squeeze in especially in a country like this where there's plenty of people who go to the movie theater but after the opening night right it's kind of people start to tail off it's not like new york where it's like you know there's millions and millions of people who can go fly into a movie theater that's got you know 300 seats so yeah um this is great. Do you think? Do you think that he's got a possibility of winning any awards for this? I hope so. I hope so too. I, I it's got to win. Like this is the kind of stuff I guess that does win special effects, right? Would you say it does, so? Or but no? it doesn't. It does. But again, Tom Cruise is he's he's a bit like Will Smith in a way, like big action star, but not without his not without the the mm, the Academy going like we love him, but. Yeah, mm. I think I think people will remember it. I really do. I think that 
it's it's got that kind of staying power. It, it kind of gives me feelings of a almost like Lord of the Rings Return of the King, where you might not get acting awards or clean up like that movie did. But no, I think I think it's going to stick around. I, I it, the movie's so good. Like it's so good, and people are going to remember this as an as a movie theater experience. Like outside of the fan servicey Marvel stuff, where oh, this character showed up in a series of twenty six movies. It's like this stands alone on one movie that's come before it. And even if you weren't a huge fan of the first one, which the first one's fine, like this one still hits every beat it needs to. This is a phenomenal yeah. movie. And I really think that it's going to, it's going to get nominations across the board. And it, I, I don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the year. Like I hope we could, we are, we are the winners. If there's a movie better than this, that comes out this year. Like, I hope so. I would love that. That'd be great. But this is a really, really, really high bar to hit. And they, they absolutely nailed it. It's great. And, it's, and great it's, movie. it's a high bar to hit as a, like, as you know, it was fun. It it didn't try to hit me over the head being too serious of telling me, you know, it wasn't trying to teach me any sort of lessons. <laughs> right? Like, it was just like, look, you know, don't think, just do. Yep. It's saying, don't think, just watch, is what I felt yep. watching that. Like, just watch. Enjoy. And that's why Tom Cruise is great. I'm, I don't think he's sitting here trying to teach me any lessons. He's trying to teach me, just have fun. <laughs> Yep. Come watch me in a movie and just enjoy yourself. That's it. I'm I'm here for you to enjoy me. Yeah, and I did. And <laughs> it's you got enjoyable. You got to go see. You got to go see this soon because dress in IMAX specifically. Those screens are limited. Dolby, you probably have more time. But Jurassic World comes out next week or this week, I should say. Comes out on Friday, June 10th. And look, I, I mean, it's one of those things Lightyear, where Jurassic Lightyear yeah. comes out in two weeks. I am hyped. I can't wait to watch this movie. Looks great. I, I can't believe you're excited about Lightyear. There's yeah, nothing, me neither. There's, there's nothing least like it just does nothing for me. Nothing. Yeah, well, I am. And Jurassic, Actually, the, Jurassic Dominion, other than the name being dumb, that's gonna um, be crazy. That's just gonna be it's cool. It's cool bananas. having dinosaurs like run around in the city. So, yeah. so I'm down with that. It's yeah. fulfilling the promise that of the last five, the last 15 minutes of Jurassic World two, the Lost yeah. World, yeah. and we'll see how. And that you get plays the T Rex with I the think, feathers. I think it's going to be really stupid, but hopefully it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess the only other trailer that I saw was the Elvis trailer, and that looks like it's trying to win an Academy Award. It's Boz, It's a Boz Lerman joint, man. Right? Like it and, looks and like got, a Boz Lerman joint, but that guy looks like he's nailing that Elvis performance. Yeah, he and is. Tom Hanks looks like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he just showed up. He just yeah. showed up, and he's just exactly. he's just in it. He's just yeah. pudgy, and he's uh, he's like, yeah, why not? I'll be in a Boz Lerman joint. Sounds good. Yeah, he's just in it. But yeah, Lightyear don't make, does don't make me sing or dance, and I'll be here. Yeah, Lightyear just doesn't do anything for me for whatever reason. It's just I think it's it, not I for think me. it looks cool. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, look, I got I got nothing really else to talk about game wise. I'm about to beat Cyberpunk. Looking forward to that. The long journey is almost over. I apparently clocked in almost 50 hours into that game. Wow. Like wow. I did not expect to love that thing. As much as I have, I'm so happy I waited 18 months to play it in a state that is nearly completed. It's great. It's a fantastic experience. It really is. Anyway. All right. That's it. Um, He's abroad.com. Again, Russian bots. Please stop. Stop. I thought you you said you were going to try to fix this. You didn't. You did. (laughs) And I'm still getting that spam. Did I just get another one? 
No, I did not. And they always comment on the same page. So oh, yeah, that's it. cool. They've got it tuned in. All right, I'll, I'll yeah. fix that today. Cool. And if you're not a Russian bot, thanks for listening. Head on uh, over to he'sabroad.com and check out all the links to your podcast service of choice. Leave reviews on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. Um, and Spotify. I guess you can review us there as well. Subscribe. Tell your friends. And until next time. Oh, shuck it, duck it now.